Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock, the bookseller's publisher. Find out more at deepoverstock.com. You're tuned in to Late Night Poems Radio. We drink and we write and we call it poems. It's part improv, part game, so let your words flow. Now, it's nearly midnight. Come on, let's go. Hello, you're tuned in to episode 28 of Late Night Poems Radio. That's P-O-M-E-S, because it was meant to be. Oh, that's right, Mickey. Each week, we sweat and sweat and sweat. So, Mickey, what is tonight's theme? Uh, Tonight's theme is choose your own poem. We'll each be making multiple choices that will affect how our poems are written. Who do we have joining us tonight? This week, we have two other poemists joining us. The first, when at a fork in the road, spins a knife to decide where to go. It's Ryan Sprinkle, what are you drinking tonight, Ryan? Uh, Good evening. Uh, Tonight, I am drinking a farmhouse ale, Nell's Farmhouse Ale from Wolves and People. I like wolves and, I don't know, I'm still, (laughs) jury's still out on people. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, our next bonus chooses only the choicest of choices. It's Hannah Collins. What are you drinking, Hannah? Um, I am still pregnant, so I am drinking water. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, clear water For round one tonight We're all lost in an underground cavern And we'll have to make several choices In order to hopefully see the light of day again We're going down Into this deep cavern It gets darker and darker and darker Above you, you see some supports Seems like miners have once been here But they seem to have given up Making supports And now we're kind of free-balling it as it were, through this natural cavern, (laughs) spelunking. We come to a fork. On our left, it smells very dank. It's very dark. To our right, it's a very chilling, scary air, but there's no humidity about it. Do we go left, dank? Do we go right, cold, no humidity? (laughs) So are we making a group decision? Let's all say what we want to do on the count of three, and then we'll decide. Ready? On the count of three, we'd say dank or cold. Yeah. One, two, three, cold. Oh, dank. dank. Oh, wow. We're at a 50 oh. Guess we're splitting up. All okay, right. Mickey. All right. Yeah, me and Hannah will take the right. dank cave, baby. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Mickey and I go I'm right. This one. I'm going left. <laughs> uh, okay, so Hannah and Ryan, as you head down the left way, down this dank, dark, path you find yourself with yet another decision so you're you're left again you see a mine cart which tracks go off into the distance through some tunnels to your right you see a boat floating upon the underground stream Hannah, whenever i play donkey kong i'm way better at the mine cart levels than i am at the swimming levels so my mm-hmm. gut says mine cart i feel like a mysterious River in a cave is kind of interesting, though. Mm, I'm more drawn to the weird <laughs> underground river. Or I guess are we kind we're of left. underground or not? I guess we're in a cave. Okay. Hannah's going river. I'm going on the river. Yep. I'll take okay. the minecart. Okay, okay, Mickey. Whenever I think of a minecart, I just think of the this like 101 Dalmatians game I used to have for the computer. And you'd like be on the minecart as like the puppies. Over and over again. And yeah, what? Is it is it traumatic? Did you lose over and over again? That's why you don't want to do. Yeah, a no, it's because it's scary because it's like so rickety and you're gonna like fucking fall over the edge and then you like get to the end. I think there's like fireworks or, or not fireworks TNT that like go off Careful. or something. It's very Ryan, scary. <laughs> could run into some TNT or fall to your depth down a very exactly. tall. <laughs> Okay, Mickey and Bobby, you go down the cold tunnel, and as you go through the tunnel, it it does not get any brighter, but suddenly it opens up, and you do see the reflection of some water down below. It does not seem to be a lake, but maybe a small kind of collection of a puddle. Maybe the stalactites have been dripping and dripping and dripping and creating this small puddle down at the bottom. Otherwise, this room opens up like a cathedral, a cathedral of a cave, and you see off in the distance... Uh, a bridge which is very high, not unlike Ryan's high roller coaster of a ride. Ours is a footpath, and we can cross over into what looks like people might have lived here at one point. 
there seems to be windows carved into the cave. We can go over the bridge or there is a rope ladder, which goes very high up to nothing but a hole up near the ceiling. So Mickey, Bobby, are we going to go to the bridge or are we going to go up the rope ladder? I think I would personally go over the bridge as long as it looks okay. sturdy enough because I don't have any good upper body strength. So I'll take the bridge. Okay, Mickey's going for the bridge. I'm going to, uh, I love the, the the horror of this this scary hole. So I'm going to go for the hole. Splitting up again. Cool. So we'll start, uh, Ryan, on your minecart ride. You're riding along on your minecart ride. It's going through. You're taking quick, sharp turns and collecting you're playing Donkey Kong, right? So you're collecting bananas, yeah, bananas, and the uh, um, K O N G tiles. Ooh, a balloon! Yeah, yeah, got it. <laughs> but up ahead, you see a mine shaft. So you can either slam on your brakes, stop at the mine shaft, or you can continue on and head down as far as the rails will take you. Okay. Do I see any lizard men on the rails? If you have, you've ran them over, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, well, uh, what's the point of being in a mine if not to see what they're digging up? Maybe it's jewels or treasure, so I'll take mm-hmm. the shaft. All right. Ryan's Probably gonna... Emerald. Hit He'll be shaft. a billionaire. Shut your mouth. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, <laughs> Hannah... On your little boat ride through the rapids, shaft. you can either, as you're traveling along, you see a a point where there's kind of like a an incline where you can push your boat ashore, you know, on land to go ashore and head into a cavern. Or if you'd like, you can continue on as the waters quickly increase in speed. I'll yeah. go on the shore. Okay. Mickey, you uh, are in this cathedral of the cave. You see stalagmites and stalactites. And you go towards this bridge. The drop is maybe 200 feet. Uh, it's a little rickety. It's made of stone, but some of the stone seems to be crumbling off as you step and it falls onto your left side and to your right side as you cross into this strange city. You see uh, what appears to be a rope, but made out of a strange material. Maybe it was left behind by miners many years ago or by these strange cave dwelling people. Uh, when you pull it, it seems to be made of rubber and is actually railroad nail nailed down to the bridge. And it might be a bungee jumping cord. Down below, you see something uh, very enticing. And with that bungee jump, you could hop from the middle of the bridge and maybe become a millionaire. Or you can cross to the other side, which might be the safer option. You know, I had to tell my dad recently I wouldn't go bungee jumping with him, so... I'm not going to go bungee jumping at fantasy either. I'm going to cross away to the other side. I'm scared of heights and I'm just not looking down. I'm just ahead to the other side. All right. Mickey heads to the other side of this rickety bridge. Bobby, uh, you go to this rope and you were planning on climbing up towards that hole. But now you see that the rope does not end at the ground, but goes even lower into what looks like a well. The rope could be endless going all the way up and all the way or all the way down. So you can go up or down. Okay, I choose to go down this long rope. All right, Mickey? Yes, I'll, I'll now give out homes that you have now chosen based on your <laughs> choices. So Ryan, yeah, you will now write, <laughs> so fittingly, a five-line limerick about <laughs> mining an object that will be given to you by Hannah. <laughs> Okay, so, so a five-line limerick Hannah, about an object that Hannah gives me? Yeah, so Hannah, give Ryan an object. Oh, okay. Mm, Mountain Dew. Cans. Ah. Cans, cans of Mountain Dew. Cans of Mountain Dew. So not even the, not even the Baja Blast, because you can only get that on no. Taco Bell. No, so no. Just... just regular Mountain Dew. Actually, scratch that. Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, uh, at least it's not code red. Okay. Uh, and Hannah, uh, as you wash upon the shore into this cavern, uh, you will be writing a five line echo poem, the echo of which uh, Ryan will give you. Smell. You smell something? Yeah, no, like you I have to uh, repeat the word smell. Mm. Uh, Every at line. the end of your line, I think it's yeah, how the echo poem works. So each okay, end Mickey. of your five lines will end in smell. Mickey, as you uh, cross this bridge safely, although a little precariously, you see one rock plummet 200 feet. 
uh, and you get to this large wall, which is full of holes, and you smell something that smells absolutely delicious. You smell some people cooking up some grits. So you go into this uh, nice cave town and you meet the cave people. They're very inviting. So you will be writing a six line poem about meeting these cave people. Uh, but as you're such a good linguist, you'll be writing it in their language. Here, Mickey, you do mine, so it's not weird. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm uh, all right. Yeah, we should have we switched off everyone <laughs> oh, well. next time. All right, Bobby. As you uh, climb down your rope ladder, uh, you find yourself going further and further into the earth, and you feel the gravity of earth pressing upon you. And so what you'll be writing is Whoa. a six-line poem with a shrinking word count. As you get closer and closer on your journey to the center of the earth. Listeners, you can pause here if you'd like to write along with us. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. Pause now and give yourself five minutes at home or more if you need. I don't know. If you are writing along tonight, you can email us your poems to poems, P-O-M-E-S, and deepoverstock.com, or send them to any of our social media at Late Night Poems, and we might read them on a future episode. That said, we'll be right back after this. Okay, poemist, ready? Drink. Poem. So for our round one reading order, we'll just be reading in alphabetical order. Take it away, Bobby. All right. Uh, My intestine tightens like a nut. That screaming feeling in my... But I climb down lower and lower. Molten core. Diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Diarrhea, diarrhea. I was thinking about that song earlier, but I couldn't remember any of the verses. Yeah, I don't fucking know. That's that's about the verse. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. (laughs) Indigestion. Upset stomach. That's Pepto-Bismol. Which maybe you could use down in that cave. That's true. All right. Stuck in a cave. Dank is what I smell. Dark. Can't see. All I have is smell. The echo around is deafening. All I hear is smell. How do I get out of here? Lose the smell. Follow my nose. No more dank smell. Mm. Ooh. You did really good with that. (laughs) Yay. Okay. Here's my my meeting with the cave people. Ahi, ahi, aho, ya, ya. Toko dari naga doko ah ya razaha ba ya ba sa rapapa rapapa sa ro 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 ra ra goga. I was I love that. That was fun. I was just trying to ask for directions, really, but you know. <laughs> good. All right. Uh, here's mine. Deep in the mountain we dwell, mining the dew from the well. We can it in tin, hard work makes us thin, and the taste is worse than our smell. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these are all so good. Mountain Dew. Damn. At first I was like, Diet oh, yeah, Mountain Bobby's. Dew. Bobby's is so good. And I was like, oh, Hannah's, Hannah's is so good. And now I, I don't know. Uh, all right, well, now that we've heard everyone's choices, we're going to award points. Have you ever made a choice and then decided you want to see what the other option was? Tonight's points will be in mulligans or do-overs. You'll name a choice from one other poem's poem, or just a choice, and tell them what would have happened if they made another choice. Okay, Mickey, I liked uh, your made-up language poem, and you're just trying to ask for directions with some great, great words. Instead of going bridge, you had taken the bungee jumping trip. This bungee has lost the bounce in its bungee. So you would have gone all the way down, but then you would have gotten pretty stuck. And then the rat people would have just picked on you uh, for eternity. Maybe you could have convinced them to give you some food. Maybe they'll make you the king of the rat people. There's no telling, but you'd be down there dwelling with the rat people. So that's your reward. 
Rat King. Or Rat Torture Victim. Okay. <laughs> or, or Rat Torture Victim. Yeah. Depends on their mood and your your mood. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I think. I forgot I had to be positive as I was imagining. It's what would have Wait, happened be... otherwise. So that's what would have happened if I built the what if machine. I don't know the the finger longer. That's what would have happened. Uh, okay, Hannah. I'm gonna give points to Ryan. Um, and I so instead of going on the mine cart, you went on the boat with me. Um, but since it's like an old wood rickety wood boat um the weight of us both combined um made it collapse into the water (laughs) (laughs) so i'll leave you with that i won't say what happens after that (laughs) uh bobby i want to give you points uh i really would just loved uh was it you left off like a gut from your second line was that right but but because it was uh, that screaming feeling in my next line is, but I climbed down. But. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I really liked the uh, the way you used your word limitation. So I want to give you some points. Uh, your, your mulligan, if you had gotten a do-over and if you had actually gone up the ladder, what you would have found is that... Um, You'd get like, uh, what is it? Like the, the swimmer's lung or the... Um, oh, the, the bends. The bends, yes. Except for you're in a cave, not the water. Um, so you would have actually have gotten um, the gens. And so... <laughs> <laughs> the twist? Is... Didn't go <laughs> <laughs> the twist. Yes, you, you narrowly avoided the gens. <laughs> oh, God. Thank God I didn't get the gens. I like uh-huh. how you went from a death row toll to a radio head there, Mickey. That was- <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I was trying to <laughs> <Aqua long. laughs> Um Okay, so I want to give some points to Hannah uh, because I felt like the limitation I gave you was really hard and I felt bad for it, but I think that you actually oh did a really good job with it <laughs> and, like, the whole, like, like uh, having to guide yourself around, like, a dark cave by smell alone I thought was a really clever, cool <laughs> idea. Um, so the mulligan that you get is, um, uh, you know, it's kind of funny that you said you don't know what happens to us after we like sink into the water because the one I'm going to give you kind of, if you had taken the, uh, down river path instead of going ashore, which is, I imagine where our bodies would have been swept eventually had we sunk together. Um, you would have ended up in the pool at the bottom of the hazy maze cave from super Mario 64. (laughs) And you would have discovered that polygonal Loch Ness monster that lives down there. Oh, yes. That'd be pretty dope. Uh, all right. Awesome. Cool. Let's move on to round two. After discovering the center of the earth, our LNP research organization has agreed to fund our sunken treasure expedition. For round two tonight, we're jumping the shark. We find ourselves in a lost lagoon swimming with bloodthirsty sharks. Uh, here, you guys, we better put on these diving suits. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's get suited up. <laughs> Remember, there's the bends, but also the gens. We'll tighten them. Do you be wary. Uh, yes, there's a sunken ship at the bottom of this lagoon. And if our oxygen tanks hold out and we're not torn apart by man-eating sharks, we will find the greatest treasure known to pirates' kind. But it all comes down to the choices we make. So, Hannah, up or down? Up. All right. Okay. We go up. The four of us dive into the ocean, and the water is fine. We stay up near the top of the ocean to get a water bird's eye view of the sunken ship. So, Ryan, do we approach the stern or the bow? Ooh, where's the poop deck located? That's stern, right? Let's go stern. We swim down to the stern. We come into the back door of this boat. There is a huge crack in the poop deck. And who knows what's inside? It could be the sleeping quarters. It could be the dungeon. Do we slip in through the pooper or do we swim on to the bow? Uh, Maggie? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll make a decision now. Uh, Ryan seemed very excited about the poop deck. I'm sure Hannah is too. So I'm going to follow mm-hmm. her lead and I say the poop deck, right? Yeah. Poop deck. 
It's the one thing we can all agree on tonight. It's not <laughs> evidenced by the warm-up round. <laughs> uh, That's okay. I, I reach the poop deck eventually, so three options end up at the poop deck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those, you're going to die, you're going to hit the poop deck. Uh, all right, so I think we're, we're here now. All right, so the poop deck. So we've, we've come to our poem. We didn't find any treasure there, I don't think. All right, so we're going to write... Uh, we're gonna write a limerick. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> what do you think? Don't so say limerick. sorry to me. I'm yeah. sorry so for y'all. So we're gonna write a limerick <laughs> about life as a pirate sailor or a pirate prisoner. Ooh. Uh, we're gonna be each given a piratey name by a fellow pomist. I'm gonna I'm gonna call Mickey uh, Curly Beard. Uh, you're just gonna be Hook Handed Hannah. But I don't have a hook hand. <laughs> That's how you're easily be able to get around the the. Uh... Bobby's gonna be our captain, uh, Captain Poop Deck. Captain Poop Deck. Captain to you. Poop Deck. Old one eye. Okay. <laughs> old, old brown eye. Old brown eye. Squinter. Old squinter. Are you okay, Captain Poop Deck? I am constipated. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what came first? Your name or the actual part on a poop poop deck? Yeah, who's named after who? Yeah. I started the trend of the poop deck. I've stained every boat this side of the seven seas. Uh, if you're riding along at home. Oh, wait, who am I? Ryan, Ryan needs a name. I gave, oh, sorry, Ryan, you're Parrot Pete. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> Easy parrot beat. <laughs> Wait, does that mean he's a he's an actual parrot, or he just has a parrot? <laughs> yes, you could be a bird man or a man with a bird. Either one, man with a bird's right. eye view. I'm gonna mute and go pee, but keep uh, doing the rules or whatever. He's going to the poop deck, Hannah. I'm not peeing on the poop deck. I'm peeing in the off the the side of the boat. <laughs> oh, hook-handed Hannah! Make sure you wipe. Hook-handed. She's the only one of us who's capable of doing it because of the hook. She can hook herself onto the boat, lean off the side, <laughs> lean off the side. <laughs> the bonus of a hook hand. Just don't wipe with the hook. If you're riding along at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll give ourselves. Arr, we'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. Stay tuned for our halftime show. Okay, ready? Drink. Fire. Thank you for choosing the halftime show. Please listen closely as our halftime show options have changed. If you'd like to continue in English, Press 1. Para continuar en español, oprime el 2. For poems assistance, press 1, followed by the pound key. For poems accounting, press 2, followed by the asterisk. In order to purchase a poem for yourself or a loved one, press the tilde, followed by your tangent credit card number, followed by your security code, followed by your mother's maiden name. Thank you for your purchase. Now let's get back to round two. For our round two reading order, we're going to be reading in reverse alphabetical order. All right, my prisoner's name is Parrot Pete. (laughs) 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 I can't whistle. (laughs) What's your whistle? (laughs) I can't, I'm laughing too hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just I'll just read it as I wrote it on my paper. Get this parrot some lime juice. <laughs> okay. Parrot Pete, my prisoner. Squawk whistle, Pete wants to eat. Squawk whistle, please give Pete meat. <laughs> he knows he can't taste and he'll wallow in his own waste. Squawk whistle and a cracker for me as a treat. 
Parapete did he end up being a parrot or a parrot man or a man? Um, in my head, in my head, Parapete is a prisoner who got his tongue cut out, which is why he cannot taste. Uh, his, uh, his bird does all his talking for him now. Oh, that's great. Oh and he's pleading for food and a cracker for himself. That's Sorry, great. that was maybe lost in my absolutely horrible parrot impression. <laughs> oh, that was a great parrot impression. I'm imagining the, the parrot with, with one. He's he's kind of standing on one leg like a pirate on Parrot Pete's shoulder, and then his other foot, he's holding a little tin cup, you know, waiting for some change. <laughs> <laughs> Great sugar. <laughs> oh, yeah, just, <laughs> I, I love begging. I guess. <laughs> just imagining all these creatures doing your work. Yeah, I'm always... uh, all right. Uh, this is my limerick for a uh, curdly beard. They call me Mr. Curdly Beard. My hair causes me to be feared. But something <laughs> did spoil, trapped in betwixt me coils. Now my smell causes ladies to be teared. Ooh, it didn't quite work out in the end, but... <laughs> Interesting. Uh, like they're crying? They're crying, yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Tears, teared, yeah. yeah. To be teared. To be teared. It's an interesting way to use tear to think about... Like, it's almost decorative, you know? They're not crying. It's like they put on tears to decorate their sadness. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's my favorite part, actually. That was, I like that. Interesting. Oh, that's such a terrible part of it, but thank you. <laughs> I, I thought it was, I thought it was an interesting part of it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Hannah? Okay. Um, yeah, who am I? Hook-handed Hannah. Uh, upon this ship that I have found, a solid place to stand my ground. Men want me, fish fear me when they see my hand go round. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> that's cool. Wow. I never thought I about imagine. that. Sorry. What? I was just saying, I imagine you peeing off the side of the deck with your hook hands. But then using one hook on the side of the ship, but the other hook to fish. That's good. Yeah, that's a perfect. I never thought about how good a hook would be for fishing. That's a no wonder. Right? Like, yeah. But but since it's like literally my hand, I'm just scooping them up out of the water. <laughs> Not like dangle it there for a little, little worm on the end of it. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Exactly. It's like a harpoon. Also, the, the, the fact that, that men want me for my hook hands. <laughs> hook hands. <laughs> you know what they say about hook hands. <laughs> what? Okay. No. What do they say? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. Sounds like some Fifty Shades of uh, Red and Black Horizontal Stripes. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yo, ho. Yo, ho. Yo. There's a hooker oh, joke in there somewhere. <laughs> Wait, what's, oh. what's it? How's he go? Um, <laughs> dead men tell no tales. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How does there's a song? Horny men tell Yo. no tales. Hmm. And then my hand goes on <laughs> Okay. Captain Poop Deck. You know, I know this is gonna this voice is not gonna be good, but I'm figuring we're doing TNT. We gotta commit to it. I'm gonna practice a pirate voice and do my best. Okay. Can't be worse than my parrot. <laughs> I, you're, I was impressed by the parrot voice. I was impressed by the parrot voice. Okay. Yeah, I'm Captain Poop Deck. And me poem's called Mutiny in me own pantaloons. I came down to the shitter and knocked, but the door to the shitter was locked. I know it's a sin, but could not hold it in. I ran to the poop deck and plopped. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Wow. Why is poop so funny? Well, it's funny when it happens to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real lesson here. Uh, all right, cool. So, 
Let's get to the points, uh, Ryan. <laughs> um, Bobby, I, oh. I I bet you're you're really wishing you had a hook hand right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, all right, Ryan, aka Parrot Pete, what mulligans do you have to uh, dole out? Oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> I gotta give a mulligan to Captain Poop Deck because uh, it, that limerick, I think, captured the uh, most purest essence of a limerick because it was the most dirty, like jokey limerick of them all in the truest sense of like what a good limerick should be. It should be like a kind of a dirty joke. So uh, the mulligan for you is that uh, you went to the stern of the ship instead of the, uh, or no, the bow of the ship instead of the stern. So you were too far from the poop deck to make it in time. And, uh, you didn't get to use the chamber pot in the captain's quarters. Oh no. What did I use? What did I use? <laughs> uh whatever deck swab was at hand, I guess, or <laughs> Lend me our bucket deck. I don't know. Swabby. <laughs> I mean they're called a swab for a reason, right? Uh yeah, I've got to give it to you to uh, Captain Poop Deck. Um <laughs> My my mulligan for you is actually um, that today you remembered to put on your brown pants. Thank goodness. No one will know I've pooped me pants. Arr! Just pay attention to the sea breeze. <laughs> That's right. Not the trickling at my knees. Um, I guess I'm, I, I'm also going to give you points, Captain Poop Deck. Yes, Captain Poop Deck. I, I couldn't stop laughing the whole time. Um, hmm. what are my choices here? <laughs> I'm, I am going to say that I was also on the ship with you, right? So I I'm going to, um, I, I noticed, well, I, I don't know if it's really a mullet. Well, I guess instead of like going to go poop on the poop deck, I, instead, I see you Hello. In, pain, Hello. Okay, in pain. So I run over and <laughs> I, I run over and and help you sit on the edge of the boat since I'm such a pro at that. Um, and so you poop on the, on the side of the boat. <laughs> I put my I put my non-hook hand on your shoulder very thankfully and just with a great relief just say, yeah. <laughs> in my God. in my head you've got a roll of toilet paper on your hook <laughs> like, <laughs> yes I, was I yeah and then, and then <laughs> God, i'm sorry you, you can cut this out if you want but i'm just like imagining of like <laughs> God, like <laughs> I don't know you, no okay I'm sorry. Continue. It's too bad. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me breathe for a second. It's okay. I'll I'll cue you in. Welcome back to late night poops. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you you poop on the side of the boat. Oh, it just spatters the side of the boat like a pollock. I always oh, knew man. I was born to be an artist. Tommy always framed me pictures. You know, what was, was the name of the boat, and then what does the poop obscure to change the name of the boat or something uh, else? Yeah. The SS Potpourri? No. Uh, the SS... <laughs> it just becomes the SS Poo. SS <laughs> <laughs> Poo. You know, Hannah, I was imagining also something disgusting, maybe more disgusting, was, you know, when you, when you, you have all the leftover chum and you give it to the sharks, you know, imagine the poor <laughs> sharks are getting confused. And when this the one's shit supposed to be shark-infested water. water, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I apologize to the sharks. No, get out of here. Get out of here. No, it's shark-infested water. Shark-infested water. Shark infested water. <laughs> and they, they all have shit all over their face, and they look up, and they all just say, ah, it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Are they getting paid for this? <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a good Sunken point. treasure. In the Flintstones, it was always implied that there was some sort of, like, labor relationship there. <laughs> well, okay, I'll, you know. Ah, I'm sorry, sharks. I'm sorry. Get them some chum. Get them some real chum. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You tricked us. Oh, fuck. We literally just crying. Just an appetizer.
There's a uh, we're just wait for the main chorus, sharks. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's your no, turn, Bobby, I, for points. <laughs> <laughs> poor sharks. Poor. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Uh, Ryan, I love the the parrot impression. I thought the parrot impression was fantastic, and that was an excellent uh, character creation on the spot. A man who has lost his tongue and now relies on his parrot to ask for snacks. We've all been there, you know. So your do-over, your mulligan, your do-over will be that um, the parrot also lost his tongue. Oh, no! And so, yeah, so you both lost your tongues because both of you tried to talk when you weren't, you know, snitches get stitches and parrot Pete and parrots lose their tongues. So now what you do is you together enact charades and you try to communicate <laughs> through a two-man charade show <laughs> to get your snacks. A little bit like miming. You're you're a you're a mime duo between a parrot, a boy and his parrot. I love it. <laughs> I was trying to do like a I was I can't do a charade joke on a podcast, but <laughs> we've already had the sharks, sharks, and why not charades? <laughs> Uh, I was trying to think of like a loose beaks sink word that rhymes with beak, but also <laughs> couldn't, oh, yeah. couldn't, couldn't quite get there. <laughs> loose beaks sink cheeks. No, loose James Vanderbeeks. Loose James beaks Vanderbeek? slap cheeks. You get spankings <laughs> if you're a naughty bird. <laughs> naughty bird. Salad tossing uh, bird. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Let's move on to round three. We're all thinking uh, of a cheek rhyme. Okay, carry on, Mickey. Round hey, three. Um, yes, so unfortunately, as is the pirate life, some of us have passed away to scurvy or cannonball fire or sharks leaping up on the deck and chewing on one of us. However, I a little too far down with my butt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They got a chunk out of you. Luckily yeah. enough, however, renowned reanimator Dr. Hank R. North is a close friend of late night poems, and we're all back to more or less normal. Isn't that right, Captain Poop Deck Bobby? Has anyone seen me hand? Anna, do you have a spare hook? We are uh, surrounded by stainless steel tables. Beakers and vats are bubbling over with green foam and surgical tubing is pumping with embalming and or some unidentifiable fluid. Various human and animal parts shake on a nearby counter. And of course, there are Bunsen burners. That's right, folks. We find ourselves in the laboratory of renowned Dr. Hank R. North. I'm just popping out for some cigarettes. Door shuts and locks. All right, well, apparently, we've been locked in for the night. Well, you know what they say about choices. Every choice you make makes you... Every choice leads to a poisonous monster writhing with tentacles. So we have been locked into this laboratory by Dr. Hank R. North, who has gone out for some cigarettes. So, do we rattle the doorknob, or do we try to jimmy the window? Are we so, okay? So we're. What's this? What, do we know what's outside the lab? Like, is this like a castle on a precarious cliff? Because the window would seem like a bad idea in that case. Ah, okay. So we are in the basement underneath this laboratory. The window <clears throat> is above us, and we can see feet occasionally going by. The window is made of glass, but it seems to be locked. We can try and break open the window. Uh, the door. We know, because we we were Dr. North's assistants, we know that the door goes upstairs, since we're in the basement, into a red, uh, normal medical office in a downtown area. Uh, if we can get up there, we might be able to escape. We're not sure if it's a dangerous situation, but we've never been locked in here before. Mm. Something strange is going on. Is there um, a grate in the ceiling that I can stick my finger out of and potentially get it cut off <laughs> with some pliers? <laughs> there is. You can Jesus. you can try to put your finger in the grate if you would like. <laughs> no, thank you. I've seen <laughs> a house of wax enough times to know where this is going. Uh -huh. 
Um, I'm going to jimmy the window, I think, because I can see the outside world, and that's more appealing to me than than more more castle or whatever this is. <laughs> I, I'm okay. sure for the door. Wait, it's okay. a castle? I thought we were like in a downtown like, area. <laughs> Suburban. <laughs> I'm convinced that this is a Looney Tunes mad scientist castle, and you cannot <laughs> change my mind. <laughs> and it right, just so happens to be located in like suburban... Uh, town. <laughs> <laughs> the last uh, castle left in New York with a large red furry monster lurking around the, the ground of this castle. It does have that neon sign outside, though, that says, like, Mad Scientist Laboratory, right? <laughs> oh, yes, yes. It, it, it adequately warned us before uh, agreeing to this assistance ship. Hannah, are you going to try for, for the door with uh, Mickey, or are you going to try for the window with Ryan? Um, I think I'm also gonna go for the window. Okay, I'll um, go for the door. Okay. Same, so, te- okay, same teams as <laughs> same teams. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, Mickey. Just seems safer to go out the window. Uh, Mickey, you try the try the door here. See if you can muscle us out. Door shaking. Ah, so you want out, do you? I'll let you out. Electrical switch. Oh, no, Mickey. It seems Dr. North's other assistant, that bastard, has turned off the lights. Everything has gone dark. Do we feel our way around the walls and turn on a Bunsen burner, or do we continue to bang on the door, Mickey? Well, we'll answer that in a moment. Cut Mickey, two. you, uh, yeah, cut to. Uh, so, Ryan, I think you're going to try to jimmy the window. See if you can muscle us out of here. Jimmy, let me out. <laughs> window window shaking. Jimmy. Open the window, Jimmy. Is it working? Oh, <laughs> so Ryan, we have a line for you. I forgot. Sorry, this oh, okay. one I got pretty weird with. So Ryan, you have to read this line in the chat. Whoa, hey, it would be a lot less distracting if you guys weren't all massaging my calves at once. <laughs> so Ryan, do you panic and flail or do you stay totally still? Um, I mean I'm on my feet, so, you know, this feels kind of nice. <laughs> I think I'm just going to, I mean, it feels good, so I'm not going to ask, I'm not going to make him stop. I just want to know, you know, <laughs> can I get the window open first? Yeah, no. I stay still. Okay. Hannah, <laughs> at, at, hearing Han, at hearing Ryan's uh, reaction, do you stay totally still or are you going to panic? I guess I'm going to stay still okay. as well. Okay, so Mickey... You and I, are we going? Are we continuing to bang? Or are we going to try and find a Bunsen burner in our half of the laboratory? So, Mickey, in our da- in our dark laboratory, we're not doing, we're not doing phrasing anymore. <laughs> let's not turn on the Bunsen burner, Bobby. Okay, let's, let's leave it uh, dark and uh, romantic in here. So we're banging on the door. Wait, all four of us are still in the same room, right? No one yes, has. Yeah, but you guys have your side of the room. Not split up. <laughs> uh, so we're, okay, we're uh, witnessing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all dark. It's Mickey, very Mickey dark and I just—we have our eyes closed. Mickey and I have our eyes closed, and you guys are like, "Why don't you just open your eyes?" <laughs> <laughs> we just think it's dark. It's like daylight outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's totally well lit in here. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So we're going to bang on the door. Okay. Uh, Ryan's staying completely still. I think that's what's going okay. on. Okay. Keep banging on the door, Mickey. I think it's working. Hey, hey, it's me, Dr. North's assistant, that bastard. You want to keep banging on the door? I'll give you something to bang about. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, no. It seems Dr. Bastard has opened up the cage doors and released the experiment. It's too dark to see it because my eyes are still closed. But man, <laughs> is my, are my nose and ears wide open? Do we attack the monster blindly or do we huddle in what we hope is a corner and pray our huddled, concentrated body smells and obvious source of food doesn't tip the monster off? Do we hide and huddle, Mickey, or do we attack? Oh, I'll cut to a corner with you any day. Oh, oh. yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> cut to Ryan. 
Cool as a cucumber. And Hannah. And Hannah. Hannah. Right, right. Yes, they're both staying still. All right. So cool as a cucumber. Ryan and Hannah stay still. And some sort of jellyfish monster slips from the ceiling, crawls over the floor, and into Ryan. Ryan is now under control of the jellyfish monster. So Hannah, Ryan, do we push Ryan into the giant tub of green goo and hope for the best? Or do we try to tempt the jelly monster out with this pile of perfectly good hands, ears, and eyeballs? I'm going to try to tempt the jellyfish out. Hmm. Out of Ryan? Yeah. Okay. I, I, well, the, does that mean I have to pee on him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it's the jellyfish thing. Usually I have to pay for this. <laughs> 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 Every laboratory I go to, you have to pay for this kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. So uh, Hannah is going to try to rescue Ryan with uh, urine and eyeballs. And uh, Mickey, our, so you said we're going to huddle, right? We're not attacking, we're huddling. I, I'm down for the corner, yeah. Okay, I'm down for the corner. Okay, so Mickey and I huddle in the corner and hope the monster doesn't find us. Okay. Uh, Ryan, did, did you want to try to tempt the jellyfish monster, or do you, are you wanting to go into the vat of green goo? Oh, yes. Well, now that I'm under the control of the jellyfish, uh, the green goo most resembles my natural habitat, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be making a beeline, or I guess more of like a jellyfish line for that goo. Cool. Okay. So uh, Mickey and I huddle in the dark as a secret mass of human flesh, our collective sweat just dripping. And then we can't tell, is it our sweat or the monster's drool? Monster noises. In seconds, we are consumed by the monster and we are now trapped in its belly in a no face or blob scenario. So we will write a two round exquisite corpse about our new lifestyle, Mickey. So, okay. Mickey, assign Hannah any body part. It can be an animal or a human body part. Uh, I'm going to have to go with a posable thumb. Any particular ape or human? Yeah, it's going to have to be a chimpanzee's thumb. So, Hannah, taking up this chimpanzee's thumb from a, a table that has a pile of all sorts of different animal parts, uh, tongues, eyes, uh, an elephant trunk, you take up the chimpanzee posable thumb, and you're going to use it to try and hold over Ryan's nose to tempt the jellyfish monster out. So Hannah, you will be writing a haiku sales pitch as to why this jelly monster is going to like his opposable thumb. And Ryan, you uh, you move your way as much as you can through your jellyfish, I don't know, newfound uh, movement. You're not quite just used saying to squishy, squishy legs. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, is it like a brain slug thing where it's like it's yeah. on my head and it's entered my ear and now it's controlling all my thoughts and movements? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so Ryan, you are submerged into this vat of green goo. You thrash and gurgle, but it seems to actually be working. In order to really seal the deal. You're going to have to write a nonsensical poem in a language resembling Latin and or a malfunctioning radio and or an opposable thumb. And you'll do it in four lines using A, 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 B rhymings. Okay. Uh, All right. If you're writing along at home, go ahead and pause here. We're going to get ourselves five minutes in the studio slash underground suburban laboratory on a cliff. Who knows? All right, ready, drink, poem. Uh, all right, so for round three, we're going to follow whoever has the most alternative mulligans. And I think that actually might be Bobby. Captain Poop Deck. Okay. <laughs> Poop Deck, take it away. I guess Captain we'll both we'll take it away. Captain Poop Deck Old and Curdly Beard. Old Curdle Beard. I've lost control of my ears. 
I can only hear the beat of our hearts suspended in jelly. Bubba dum dum goes our hearts like turn signals just slightly out of sync. Right foot, right foot, we say, desperate to take our first step in unison. I, we don't remember what it was like to know right from left and instead fall to the floor. Like there is no crying over spilled milk, we shed only little tears as our body spreads towards the door. One eye, two eyes, three eyes, four. We puddle, we spread, we spread ourselves. Finally, the tips of our fingers touch. The end. End scene. End scene. <laughs> the gelatinous monster romance. <laughs> uh, okay, I think next up after that with the next most would be uh, Ryan. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, so my brain was taken over by a squid. <clears throat> so I've gone insane. Uh, lorem squidsome dolor omit calamari. We got a Clyde hitchhiking down the highway. Breaker one nine. The thumb opposes the eye. Ten four Maximus, big buddy. <laughs> wow. 10-4 Maximus, big buddy. Was the beginning just the, the filler text for InDesign? Yeah, but with, with squid Lord, puns so, in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. And a, and a Clyde. A Clyde is an orangutan that rides in a truck, as, as we all know from the historical drama Every Which Way But Loose. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Oh, is that the Clint Eastwood movie? That is the Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> cool. Documentary. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. Hannah? Oh, yeah, Hannah. Have you tempted Ryan out? Um, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. So mine is a haiku about the monkey thumb. You know you want it. Whoa. It can grant you three wishes. Get out of my friend. Oh, yeah. it's a haiku. It's <laughs> a haiku. That's all I can write. Hopefully that jellyfish is pretty dumb because it's a monkey's paw that gives you wishes. Not just this gives you only one wish. <laughs> yeah, you the promise me three. Yeah. The monkey's oh, paw gives man. bad wishes, though. It's like those <laughs> yeah, are cursed like wishes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is the thumb, uh, so we're all good. The thumbs, thumb up. Yeah. yeah so like... <laughs> I'm trying to trick the monster out of you, right? <laughs> I give this monkey paw one thumb up <laughs> and four missing fingers. Uh, right, I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to give some Ryan. Ryan, I'm going to give you some points. I wasn't expecting um, that. <laughs> I liked it. It was good. I liked I liked uh, your little puns and language things. Um, what I would like to give to you is the mulligan of today. You just put on your swim trunks, so you're ready to get into that vat. You're you're set. You're. It's just gonna be a really comfortable swim in that yeah. vat of green goo. Because I don't have to wear underwear. I just have that mesh underwear that's sewn into the swimsuits. So you exactly. know it's going to be a good day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I want to give Mickey points because Mickey was driving the plot of our poem. And I really enjoyed <laughs> responding to those things. It's interesting to have like a gelatinous monster that's trying to function that is two people and then <laughs> spill apart and then become all of the body parts uh, separated again. So I thought Mickey really did some interesting stuff and it was really fun to write that poem. So I want to give Thanks. Mickey the, the mulligan is um, we do not fall apart, but as a uh, jelly or no, we, we, we do. And then we reconstitute ourselves as a jelly monster. And like in the first X-Men movie, uh, we can slip underneath the crack. So we slip under the door and kind of slide our way as a puddle of goo and body parts up the stairs and we reconstitute ourselves into a man and start walking back on the city and maybe go for a slice of pizza. You guys are just one man now? Yeah, with four <laughs> eyes. Pizza <laughs> eating man, all right. <laughs> cool. <laughs>
We had to agree on the pizza topping, which might take a while. No mushrooms. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to say mushrooms and olives. Oh, no. no. Uh, well, but maybe it's your taste buds. And I, I won't be able to taste it when we eat it. So maybe it would be okay. <laughs> Wait, who's well, wallet do we end up with? Oh, you're, 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 you're paying me. Oh, well then, yeah, okay. The no mushrooms or olives then. Okay. You just have one credit card that has 32 digits on it now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the pin is like ridiculously convoluted. Uh, all right, Hannah, how about you? What point do you got? Wait, no, um, Ryan, you read Dex, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, well, I think I can help you with your pizza dilemma, actually, because I wanted to give you guys some mulligans. Um, and the mulligan that I'm going to give you is that today you guys actually wore each other's underwear. So you've actually been walking all day in each other's underwear and have kind of had a chance to, like, see how the other person, like, lives and feels. And so when it came time to order that pizza later when you were reconstituted as one single man, you kind of understood each other's uh, point of view a little bit better than you did originally having now worn each other's underwear all day. So you were able to, you were, you guys were able to agree on pizza toppings and get a pizza that was delicious to both of you and all of you at once. Yes. Yay. Ryan solved our dilemma. Happy ending. Happy ending. Happy ending. And that pizza uh, was anchovies. I'm <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <No>, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, sorry, Hannah. Your turn. You can just when give us a new pizza topping. Just decide on the pizza topping for us. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so instead of getting anchovies, you guys got a whole pizza pie with just one giant mushroom slice on it. Like the mushroom slice is as big as the pizza, it, like comically large. Yeah, that sounds great. Comically like it's just like a regular mushroom slice, and it's just fucking huge. <laughs> Yeah. And for Mickey's half of the brain, his underwear experience from earlier helps him appreciate mushrooms more now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. As long as Bobby respects that mushrooms are gross and funguses and shouldn't be. Okay. 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 (laughs) Yay. Yay. You did wear his underwear too, Bobby. So you do have to. (laughs) You have to. Those are the rules of an underwear switch. That's right. It's like to come to an agreement. Yes, underwear. We're uh, underwear trap, underwear swap. Yeah. (laughs) Wife swap, but it's your underwear. That's uh, three rounds over, three rounds awarded. Mickey, who's getting this poem flip a coin? All right. Well, let's see here. I'll tell you, uh, bringing up the rear tonight, Hannah, yep. your mulligan you got was uh, instead of going ashore, you were going to go down the stream and end up in the pool of the Hazy Maze Cave in the Super Mario 64 and ride the Loch Ness Monster. Brian, I believe you'll be next up. Uh, what your mulligans were, you instead took the boat with Hannah the boat sunk and collapsed and you guys are just swimming in the water. It turns out that your parrot, Parrot Pete's parrot, also lost its tongue. You guys had to do charade. But then fortunately, you remember to wear your swimming trunk and jumping into a vat wasn't that bad. Uh, my first mulligan was instead of taking the bridge, I took the bungee. However, it turns out that the bungee wasn't all that flexible, but then the rat people made me their king. And then Bobby and I reconstituted ourselves into a jelly monster, slid out into the streets of New York for a slice of pizza. But fortunately, we wore each other's underwear, so we got a feeling for what pizza toppings we wanted. And what we decided on was a slice of pizza with a mushroom that was as big as the entire slice of pizza. So really, nobody won in that situation. (laughs) Uh, But Bobby, on top of all those things I just mentioned that we shared, you also got um, a mulligan of going up the ladder instead, which gave you the gens. Oh, you went to the the bow instead of the stern, so you ended up too far from the poop deck in order to poop. (laughs) Uh, but you're wearing your brown pants, which is fortunate. Uh, mm. But Hannah saw you suffering and smelt you, I assume. So she taught you how to hang off the side of the boat and again, move Hannah. off the deck. Mm. What a relief. What a relief it was. <laughs> uh, glad you got that out of your system before we merged together. 
Oh yes, he would not have enjoyed <laughs> not enjoyed that. Congratulations, Bobby. Whenever you're unsure on a decision to make, all you need to do is flip this coin. One side will tell you if you should poem. The other side will tell you if you should not poem. Uh, but don't worry, everyone else. No one goes away empty-handed on late-night poems. Tonight, each of our runner-up poems will be going away with either A, $10, B, 10 squirrels, C, a late-night poems coaster, or D, none of the above. Yes! Your squirrels! Gift. I want to uh, so <laughs> I want 10 squirrels, go, please. 10 squirrels for Ryan. That'll be $10. $10. Oh, I There's should have taken day. the $10 prize. <laughs> then you could have bought 10 squirrels. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's it for tonight's show. Special thanks to tonight's poemists, Hannah Collins and Ryan Sprinkle. Mickey, do we have any parting words for our cast tonight? Uh, yeah, of course. In order to part ways tonight, we're going to make the final decision. To be or not to be, Bobby? Uh, you know, we're coming up to the bees issue soon. I'm going to say uh, two bees. Okay. Ryan? Ooh. Um, <laughs> uh, is there like a third choice? that? I can... <laughs> uh, you, can, you can be Yorick. Be just... <laughs> yeah. No, I will, I will, I will be. You'll be? Mm. I will be. I'll be. I don't want any bees, so not to be. Thanks. No bees. No honey. No honey. That's right. Oh, Mickey, no I've ruined your joke. That's all right. No, I mean, I, I agree. Without bees, we'd have no flowers and society would collapse. So support your bees. I choose to be. Uh, but yeah, there you have it, folks. Don't forget to take the poem challenge. In one cup, we have poems. And in the other cup, poems. Try them <laughs> both and find out why four out of five poems choose poems 80% of the time. Every time. Thanks for choosing poems and thanks for listening. Good night. You've been listening to Late Night Poems Radio. Our intro song is Night Owl by Broke for Free. And our music interlude is Go to the Picnic by Loyalty Freak Music. Used under Creative Commons license and the public domain respectively. Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock. Find out more information at deepoverstock.com.